Welcome to Virtual Church. 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 Good morning, everybody, and God bless you. Great to have you join us for today's message. Uh, we give thanks to God for you every day, and uh, we, uh, we all need help, His strength through this fasting time. And uh, I'm I'm really happy today. I, I sense that our that joy is rising, and uh, as we press in through this fast, that you'll find that I pray that you'll find joy rising in the midst of all the adversity that can come against you in a fast. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. But let's just give thanks first, Father God. We are so thankful for your word today, and we pray that it touches our lives, it touches our hearts, and it reveals more of Jesus to us. We thank you, Father God, um, for the promises in your word that are not hidden from us, but they're there for us to find and to take a hold of. And so, Father, we thank you that you have made these promises to us, and we know that you never change. We thank you, Lord, that you're good for every single word that you've ever spoken so we thank you today. We place our hope and our trust in you as we go to your word for its direction, for its revelation, and for its guidance in our lives. We just want to say we love you, Jesus. We thank you for your Holy Spirit revealing more of you to us today. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, amen. Uh, praise the Lord. I want to read this uh, little um Scripture to you here out of Hebrews chapter 6 in verse uh, 9. And it says here, But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. Yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget your work. He's not unjust to forget your work and your labor of love which you have shown towards his name in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Amen. So that's a great scripture. You know, God has not forgotten you. He's not forgotten us. 
He doesn't forget what you lay down. He doesn't forget the lengths that you go to to encourage one another and to sacrifice for each other. And um, he says here about, talks about ministering to the saints. And at this particular time, as we're back in these severe restrictions, um, remember that you can still minister to the saints. Remember, our first ministry is unto God and our second ministry is unto man. We've got to get that order right. We can't minister to men unless we minister to God first. And that we do every day. Amen. We, we have time with the Lord. So praise God for that. What a great scripture. It says there that you do not become sluggish. And uh, at this time, especially during a fast, you know, we, there can be a temptation to, uh, to become sluggish um, and just blame it on what we're having to do. We, we don't have to do anything. We choose to fast. And I believe that you, you might have to overcome a period of sluggishness, but then you will be refreshed and you'll be revived and you'll be like, you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be off. So we have to get past that point where we do um, have this like horizon line. It's maybe hard to get there, but when we're over that, um, we're then on the downhill. So I don't believe it gets harder and harder. I believe it can be tough, but then as we rest more, in in the Lord, it gets it gets easier. <laughs> At least that's what I believe. Praise the Lord, and so we will inherit His promises. Hallelujah. Um, well, praise God. It's good to be with you today. Um, Pastor Linda's going to join me just in a little while, just to talk a little bit at the end of this message about something that we've that we've been encouraged by in our fasting calendar. Um, but we've been praying for all of you for the overcoming power of the Spirit as you continue in your fast. Amen. And uh, so well, I just want to talk a little bit about Jesus's time of fasting before we, we go on. And essentially this message today is, is later on about new vision. It's about the vision um, that God gives us, um, not our vision, his vision in us. That's an important thing. Um, but if you've read or heard about Jesus' time of fasting in the wilderness, then you'll know that the most uh, memorable part of that story was Jesus' face-off with the devil in, in the wilderness. And Satan's tactics were simple. And just in plain speak, in plain English, it amounted to this. Jesus, if you are the Son of God, then why don't you prove it? That was, that was what it amounted to. And uh, Satan has never changed his tactics. He wants everyone to bow the knee to him, his system. And uh, of course, Jesus wouldn't do that and we won't do the same. Amen. We will, we will follow Jesus' example in that. But we'd like to think that when, you know, uh, the Son of God had nothing to prove. You know, he's the son of God. What, what, what could he possibly have to prove? But we'd be wrong if we think that way. Do you know, Jesus couldn't have given us the assurance that we would be able to overcome what he had overcome unless he had first overcome it himself. 
So he couldn't have ever said to us, you will be able to endure temptation. You will be able to stay strong when your flesh is weak and you will be able to stay strong. If he hadn't conquered all of those things first, he would never have been able to say to us, I know I've done it as a man. You can do it too. So I want you to take strength from that today. I I certainly do. I take a lot of strength from that. Amen. And I want to read in Hebrews chapter 4 uh, from verse 14 to 16, New King James says, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Praise God for that. But was in all points tempted as we are, yet he was without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. So Jesus has been through it all and he was tempted in every area just as we are. And then he goes on to say, come boldly to the throne of grace. I'll help you through this. And that there's never a truer word spoken. When we go to the Lord and we ask him for help, he will help. I believe that. You know, Jesus didn't just one day think, "Mm, you know, I'm going to get up today, I'm going to walk out into the wilderness and see what happens next. Jesus' life was never that aimless. You know, it wasn't just, I'll just go out and try fasting a bit or something like that. No, there was nothing aimless about Jesus' life. He was led by the Spirit into this period of time that had to first be seen through to the finish before he went on and began his world and destiny-changing ministry. He had to start something, had to first do something and see it through till the finish. I mean, Jesus was already primed. You've got to remember, he'd just been baptized by John. The Holy Spirit had descended upon his life upon him and God had spoken um, and affirmed him God had spoken over Jesus and you'd like okay so now you've got the power to get started on your ministry right and you you'd think that was the ideal time to get started you'd just been the Holy Spirit's upon him God said I'm pleased with you my son it's like okay why the wilderness encounter first Because God planned it that way. God planned that first, okay, first things first, his own son was to be tested with an encounter with his main adversary, Satan. And God planned that. His experience and time of fasting and isolation included the very same things that we will also face during this time of fasting and prayer. So I want to go through three of those things. You've no doubt experienced them all by now. Number one, we'll experience weakness. You know, the word tells us that after 40 days and nights of fasting, Jesus was hungry. Now, if you've given up food for any length of time, you'll know that until you adapt, until you begin to let your body learns to cope 
and draw on the reserves, the different reserves that your body has, you feel weak, you feel listless and you have no energy. So Jesus has this hunger, desperate hunger probably. He's a man like us at the end of this time. And he is tempted essentially in that very area. Satan says to him, if you're the son of God, then why don't you turn these stones into bread? Amen. So we sometimes will find that the weakness is very acute in the areas where we are weakest is where we'll be tested the most. The second thing about Jesus' time is, and that has in common with ours, is that we will face temptation. You know, we have to understand that contrary to what we usually think, and, and that is, you know, what is it that gets tempted? Oh, well, it's my flesh that gets tempted. You know, it's, it's the desires of my flesh. Well, the temptation does exist in the flesh, sure, because your flesh always wants to be fed. Your flesh always, your flesh has an insatiable appetite for the things that make it feel good. <laughs> Amen. But no, we, some, we have to change our minds a little bit on this. And I believe that sometimes it's our character that is being tempted. It's the, so you, we have to stay, it's our characters that are being proved. It's our characters that are being tempted to change. We're, we're being tempted to change our characteristics. Let me just put it that way. We're being tempted to change our characteristics. So we've got to stay strong. And the third one is we will be tested, okay? So weakness, temptation, and testing. And this, this, this test is the test that God allows so that we can prove our character. And I believe that spirit-filled believers will be allowed to face battles that will forge character in them and during these battles, we may even feel uh, left alone by God. We may feel that God's with, withdrawn his presence from us. Um, and there's no doubt about it that we know that uh, Jesus went out into the wilderness full, full of the Holy Spirit. So he wasn't truly alone, but he was in a place of isolation, as many of us are also at, the, at this moment in time. But it's in, that, it's in that isolation that real spiritual strength is formed and it's where real spiritual strength grows. Amen. So be encouraged. Let's face it, God's glorified through our struggles sometimes more so than he's glorified when we have total ease. And, and, and we want to give glory to God. And uh, so it's, things aren't always going to be easy. You know, the word that God had spoken over Jesus was, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. So the test, what was the test? The test was a direct challenge to the word that had just been given. And the word that had just been given was, you're my son, you're the son of God in whom I am well pleased. And the test was immediately, so if you are the son of God, so you may have received a word from the Lord at the turn of this year 
or, or at any time in the past or something that the Holy Spirit's been witnessing with in your spirit. And the thing that he's been speaking to you about just at the outset of this year, well, don't be surprised if during this fast that it's that very word that is targeted with the greatest intent to be destroyed and to be made null and void in your life. So it's normally, you know, usually it's those fresh words from the Lord that Satan would try and steal, destroy, mash them so that they become as nothing. You know, our enemy, the devil, and our flesh, and we have to remember our flesh is at enmity with our spirit, okay? Our enemies will try and derail us from God's vision for us this year. And many times, I have to be honest, I, I have fallen at the very first hurdle. Yeah, first things first, first well, fall, first thing I've done is fall down. I've fallen at the first hurdle um, so many times and I felt disheartened by it, felt discouraged by it and um, I've allowed it in the past to affect the months that followed the new year and it hasn't been a good start um, but we have to remember there's someone who is the difference maker, there is a personality, the Holy Spirit who makes all of the difference in us and that's the Holy Spirit and Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit so I want to encourage you to hold fast to the words of life um, at this time you know this is a time where weakness and temptation are very very real to us but real situations give us the opportunity to make real choices and choices to remain loyal and to remain faithful to God and when we do that when we remain faithful, he will endorse our lives with his power. He will, he will release power. You know, the very same power that enabled Jesus to tell Satan where, where to go, where to get off. There you go, get behind me. The very same power and authority that Jesus carried in his voice, God will endorse that in our lives when we remain loyal and faithful. Amen. So if you look at Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, it says, um, but he answered and said, this is Jesus answering Satan, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. And um, in 1 John chapter 2, verse 14, it says there, I have written to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the wicked one. Great scripture. I've written to you because you're strong and the word of God is in you and you have overcome the wicked one. It's abiding in God's word that will help us to overcome in this time. It's speaking the word to our circumstances and speaking the word to our tempter. 
speaking the word, it is written. It is written. And beyond this, if the devil tries to confuse you by deceiving you with contradictory words, okay, because the devil knows scripture too. Remember he said uh, to, to Adam and Eve, you know, as to, to Eve, is, is it, is it real? Did God really, did God really say that? So if he tries to deceive you with something else, then you have to move, we have to move beyond the established word of God, which we have, to the communicated word of God, which is what God has said to you, what God has said to us at the beginning of this year. Amen. So what is that? It's what God has said to you, that you protect that in your heart and you don't give it up. What he says to you will not be outside of his established will for your life anyway. If God has spoken to you, it will line up with his word. It will not go contrary to his word. So don't let Satan confuse you by saying, oh, has God really said that this is the way that you have to do this? So this is the way that you should choose to do this over the next few weeks or what you've set out to do this year. You, if God has, If God has communicated with you, and it lines up with his word. You stay, we stay with that. Amen. See, we were created to become like Christ. Amen. And to look at his character and his example and to follow that. The anointing helps us to put on the character of Christ. So pray, pray for that anointing. Um, and when we have Christ's character in us, we, we, we just, we wield an undisputable authority that to, that every evil has to bow, every challenge, everything has to bow its name to to the name of Jesus. And so, sorry, bow its knee to the name of Jesus. And so we have this undisputable authority um, and Satan's plan is to get us to disqualify ourselves from moving in authority and that's where sin and the guilt of sin, sin and the shame of sin comes in because he doesn't want us to feel free. He wants us to feel condemned and he wants us. And we know that we are sinners saved by grace and we still have a propensity to sin. But the word says there's a way out. Repent, therefore, ask for forgiveness, turn around and, f and follow my ways. That's what the word says. And I believe if we endure, then just as Jesus endured that fasting wilderness time, after that, the word says he returned in power to Galilee. And so too will we, I believe. So praise God for that. Um, in just a moment, we're going to blend this in with a little time from Pastor Linda and I. Thank you. Well, praise God, I've been joined by a special guest. <laughs> yes, it's me. And uh, good to be back with you. We just want to share a little bit together about vision. And I don't know if you guys have this, but this is the All Things New Fasting Calendar. This is the one that we are using that's on Pastor Jensen Franklin's website. And uh, we're finding it excellent to use as a mm -hmm. devotion together yes, every day. Yes. So um, it's been great. We've been encouraged by the way it's been set out and arranged. 
And, uh, you know, we love the way it's begun. It's begun with vision in week one. Vision for our life, vision for our family, vision for our growth, vision for our church, vision for our careers and uh, or uh, our, our, our work, vision for serving other people and vision for our mm -hmm. nation. So um, we go on now from today, we begin with um, moving on to our devotions about love. So week two is about love. And we are enjoying the, this time of fasting and uh, we hope that you all are too. Amen. Yes, amen. Um, but before we move on and we talk a little bit about vision, I wanted to share about the day we were preparing for the message. And uh, the devotion for that day was vision for my church. Yes. And uh, the scripture that we uh, went to was in Acts chapter 2. And Linda's going to read um, from verse 40 in Acts chapter 2. So this is Acts 40, Acts 2, verse 40. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. And those who gladly received his word were baptised, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Amen. Now all who believed were together, and did all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, or area, and breaking bread from house to house, that's in, like in fellowship together, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart praising God and having favour with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Amen. 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 And just as Linda read there in verse 46, they continued with one accord in the temple. So mm -hmm. we're referring here to a physical place, an area, and then moving on and feasting with one another yes. from private home to private home and uh, you know Linda and I were talking about this and we were um, sharing with each other of our visions of what this would have looked like because you know when we read scripture I believe we all have a mental picture of what it is we're reading mm -hmm. and and so we are looking at this and we're thinking well that's the pattern for the church or yeah. any local church yeah. that wants to grow Amen. And we, at least in my mind's eye, I see people enjoying fellowship, laughing yes, with laughing one another, yeah. eating with one another, mm -hmm. talking about Jesus after receiving the revelation that Peter had just preached. And that's yes. really important because Peter preached this to them and it was new to them. This was news to them. He's like, you've crucified your Savior. Yeah. You took Jesus and you put him to death but God had different plans he had already purposed differently for Jesus and death couldn't hold him amen that's right and amen. wouldn't hold him captive mm -hmm. so that you and your children and those that were afar off so God's plan of inclusion stretched went far and wide even to the unbelief well to those that were not Jews 
they were Gentiles. Yeah. Um, so that they would, would be saved and be able to be full of the Holy Spirit. Amen, yes. So, um, Amen. thank God, you know, for the church to grow, we have to include those that are far away, as well as those that are near those, to us, yeah. who... Um, don't yet really know they have not yet been cut to the heart and uh, i believe this is where we come in that our words will be persuasive words not words yes. of our own wisdom but his wisdom yes. that causes people's lives to turn, turn around. around amen yeah, and so peter's words cut them to the heart and i believe that it means their hearts were instantly in that moment they yeah. were deeply yeah. touched Amen. by something that was brand new to them. They'd never heard that truth before. They'd never heard that because they thought they were crucifying some upstart, yeah. you know, some blasphemer. And here they find out that it's their Messiah. And this was news to them. And they immediately want to know, well, what do we do now? Because Peter's words caused them pain. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, they were emotionally stunned. I found this out. I read that this was brilliant. They were emotionally stunned by the truth. And mm. um, when you don't know something, yeah. and in a moment, you know that there's more. And if we think about that and what it means, it can be painful for our souls to process. When we think yeah. about God, when we think about his kingdom, when we think about our lives and all of the thing, times we've wasted opportunities and well, we've not done, done what we knew we ought to, to do, but didn't, yeah. I think it gives me a pain in my head. It gives me pain <laughs> in my soul to... <laughs> gives me pain in my soul to think about that. And these yeah. people were in an instant, like, discovering, uh-oh, what have we done? Mm. Yeah. But we can start from right now. No. You Amen. can start a new way of life right, right now. now. Just the same as they did. So after Peter's ministry to them, they form a new, new way of life. Yeah. And so what did this life entail? What was this new life all about? Well, it was, first of all, daily faithfulness to the teaching or the doctrine of the apostles. And not just any teachers, the men who walked, the men who were oh, with yes. Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen. And, you know, so there was daily faithfulness to the word. Yeah. And that was fresh. I mean, that was just after Jesus had been with them. We're here in Acts now. And for us, more than 2,000 years after the fact, does it become any less fresh to us? No. We don't have physical contact with those men no but we've got the word. life yeah this is life here yeah and god gives us imagination and creativity to make to look at scripture and to think about it like we did yes. what would that what yeah. would the growing church look like you know what would what it would look it? like yeah and uh, so creatively you can see you bring the word to life in your spirit the second thing was fellowship Amen. Amen. What did their life entail? Fellowship. Great. Where? In the, the temple. temple. In the temple. Fellowship in the temple. Mm -hmm. And from there it spread from house, house to house. house. And we are in a season right now where we've adapted. Like last year we adapted. Um, but 
I want to say that we are holding fast to the future and in the future everything comes together. Yes. We yeah. come together. Yeah. Together and uh, we we are never going to let go of that. No. We will make use of what we've got just now. That's it. We'll do the best. Yes, we can. But we're not letting go of the future. Mm -hmm. Amen. The other thing that their life um, that became a part of their lives was breaking mm -hmm. of bread, feasting together. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes we think, well, that's a wafer and wine. wine. But this was communal meals. Yeah. And um, this is the time where I think I see all the laughter and the joy. Because whenever people are together eating food, yeah, there's, um, yeah. there's always there's joy, there's laughter. Joy, laughter. Um, and also the common denominator talking about Jesus and his kingdom. Yeah. And then the most important one, the new way of life um, brought prayer yeah. into their lives. What did this new way of life produce? Well, it produced more prayer. Amen. Amen. It produced the elements of a growing church. And the elements of the growing church, according to what Linda read, were unity. unity. Amen. And we pray for that, for all of you out there, for unity. Um, we pray for joy. joy. Amen. Okay. Um, for your joy to be renewed. Um so and for your joy to rise up amen amen um that you would be unburdened amen um yes. these people in acts were the first to experience freedom the freedom of their conversion to christ they were the first converts and i believe that life just became less complicated for sure, them yeah. And uh, the message, because the message of Jesus simplifies life, it shouldn't make life more complicated, Amen. you know. And the reason why I believe that is, is because we don't have to rely on our own understanding. I mean, even Linda and I can talk about what logically what we're going to do. That's right. You know, um, and uh, try and work things out. But you know, we don't have to rely on our own understanding. I'm sure. Some of you have made, just like me, you've made terrible choices um, and you reached a point where you can't even trust your own judgment. Yeah. And, and I've been like that. Well, we've been like that a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, a like, lot of times. Yeah. Didn't know where to go. Yeah. Didn't know which, didn't know what to do. Kind of like uh, immobilized. Um, so now we get to place our trust in the creator of heaven and earth. We get, we get yeah, to sure. put our trust and our faith in the amen. Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that just brings a great relief, I believe. Amen. Yeah. Um, the other amen. thing is was um, praise. Praise. And I love this psalm. Uh, I can't remember which one. I think, I think it's 83 or 84, 85. In there it says, Blessed are those that know the joyful sound. And there's blessing as we gather around joyful sounds. You know, and I want to encourage you, praise is the weapon that you can use right now yes. to lift your spirits out Amen. of gloominess. Um, because it has been a tough time, been a time where people have struggled with depression. Oh, that's it, depression, mental health. Mental health. Loneliness. Yeah, amen. And that's what we all miss, getting around together. Yeah, and the sound, and the joyful sound that, that creates... Yes. So, and then also favour, 
um, that the word says, um, and they had favor with all the people, not just some of the people, but they had favor with all the people, all believers, all believing people. And this, I believe, is what the church without walls is. It's people united in their faith around their faith in Christ and Christ crucified and resurrected. And it just, I believe, will make life much more simple. Simplicity of heart, gladness and simplicity of heart. You know, life doesn't have to be complicated. We can give um, all of our cares, all of our burdens over to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Cast all our cares upon him, for he cares for us. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. And so, um, church family, we love you. God is good. Amen. Amen. He, he loves you. Um, he wants to lead us into a deeper place of trust and confidence Amen. in him. He wants us to rest in him. Um, he'll be with us through this difficult time. Yes, he will. And this season will lead many of us to a greater belief, a stronger belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So um, hold fast the words of life. Yes. And uh, um, continue Please go and uh, reg- sign up for the Bible Scotland uh, 2020 app. Uh, yes. um, I've been on most days just to record the scripture. And it's wonderful to hear the sound that comes out when a multitude of people are speaking the same scripture at the same time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I want to read this just to close. In Colossians chapter 4, um, it says in verse 2, Continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving meanwhile praying also for us that god would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of christ for which i am also in chains and we want to pray that this morning that god opens a door for the word to be spoken amen through whatever means or medium that we have available to us Amen. amen that i might Make it manifest as I ought to speak. Walk in, this is amazing, this bit of scripture. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, redeeming the time. And let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. So we pray that as you communicate with one another, that you'll be full of grace. Amen. Your words will be full of life, not harsh, not judgmental, but full of grace, but seasoned with salt. Yes. Bring the truth in to the word so that you speak and it will find its mark. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. We're going to pray and uh, we thank you for being with us today. Amen. Father God, we're thankful and we pray a blessing over all of our church family, our friends, near and far, Father God, all of the friends of the Bridge Church. We pray for our local ministers and pastors and the other churches in this area. We thank you, Father God, for a church without walls. We thank you, Lord, that at this time, even though we're all contained within walls, we thank you, Lord, for your word that says, Lord, that um, we, uh, as a family, Father, that um, wives um, would treat their husbands the right way, husbands would treat their wives the right way, not be bitter towards them, that we would not provoke our children, 
Lord, we would not provoke them and let them become discouraged. We're all living in close quarters and we pray for the harmony and the symphony of, of the Holy Spirit to be with us when yes. we are all in, in one place together. So we pray, Father, for your blessing on the family, your blessing on marriages, Father God. We, we pray that we have the fruits of the Spirit in greater abundance yes. at this time, you, that we bear and we forbear with one another, Lord. And so we just want to say thank you today for your great love for us. Lord, we give you glory yes. for the Amen. things that you have done and yes. the things that you're doing and the things that you'll accomplish you, through Jesus. this time of fasting and prayer. And so, Father God, we just pray that you shield about thank all of us, Lord. hedge thank before Jesus. and behind us, to each side of us, that your angels, Father God, Lord, they, that they are manifest around us to keep us and protect us, Father God. And most of all, we thank you for the blood. We speak it over our homes and over the church, Lord. We speak it over our town, yes. our nation, our government. And so we thank you, Lord, for the blood. We thank you, Father that it would, the blood made a way for us to be yes. free. We thank you for freedom and liberty yes, amen. in you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, amen. we've been blessed to be with you. Yes. And we will be with you again soon. Keep praying for one another, checking out the prayer requests, yes, check out the website. And uh, we just want to say thank you for um, tuning in every week. God Be blessed. Bless. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Remember to visit our website, www.bridge-church.com and connect with us via Facebook and Twitter.